isolated and lonely and there's so much confusion in our culture. I really believe it's driving them to be a part of something bigger than them. Whether okay. they realize it or not, okay. they're a part of something that God has created and they feel drawn to it. They feel accepted and loved. Mm -hmm. It's all the things that God has created us to be and to do. And sure. finding that on, on school campus, where's where they spend the most of their time anyway. Yeah. So I think it's just perfect how God is going in and, and creating this, this really great space for them to belong and have purpose. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Cherico. And I'm Brad Scaling. And we're glad you're here. We are. Glad that you're listening in today because we have another amazing story from another amazing director. I feel like we're weeks into the story thing and it's not getting old. Try to make story time for the summer. Summer story. Meet, meet the staff stories. Meet the staff. Meet your teammates stories. It's been good. Uh, yeah. Was with Amber at the spring meeting down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, you went to Florida without me? What the heck? Again. Without your wife too, huh? Yes, I did with my, my wife wow. too. Wow. Right? right? We're getting close to empty nesting, but we're not quite there yet. Wow. So I am jealous of Mark and Michelle who get to travel together all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're going to have to buy the companion pass. I'm going to have to get there. That's a great idea. It's getting bad enough. I'm starting to get bumped to A when I check in. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm starting to fly too much. I better take <laughs> the summer off. Awesome. Uh -huh. I've never exactly. had that problem. Yeah. Mr. Cherico, you are C58. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We know exactly who you are. Goodness. Goodness. Well, get to get back off the rabbit trail. Exactly right. Um, we have Amber Johansson on with us uh, today. Uh, first priority extraordinaire. Student leader extraordinaire, uh, keeps the main thing the main thing. Great storyteller. Um, yeah, you get a glimpse of the story she's going to share uh, or the story she does share, at the, the, full of them at the spring meeting. Yeah. If you haven't shown up for a spring meeting or the fall conference, get there um, because just being in the room with all of these people is just keeps you going. Yep. So, yeah. Well, let's jump in, hear okay. her story, and then we'll come back. Sounds good. Well, as Steve said, I have Amber Johansson with me today. Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brad. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you are, uh, for our audience who hasn't heard you in a while. You've been on the show a few times, but it's been a while. Yes, so introduce yourself. Thank you. I'm Amber Johansson. I'm the executive director of First Friday of Tampa Bay, and we cover Hillsborough, Pinellas, Pasco, and Polk County here in Central Florida. And I've Four been counties in now. I, we have been here since 2009, Yeah, and I have been in the position of executive director since 2013. Okay, okay. Uh, family? Yes, I, I'm married, and my husband and I have um, three grown children, okay. so we're empty nesters, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the two boys are here in town, and Lane is somewhere in the world? Yes, my daughter. She's somewhere she's in the, the world. She's the traveler. She is. She's 22. She's in Jordan right now, and then oh, wow. she will be... Um, back in Poland, and then she's going to go to grad school in Austria. And she's doing school right now over there, right? No, she is teaching English okay. in a school in Georgia. Wow. Wow. That's why I have to ask all the questions, because you never really do know, <laughs> we never know where what she's she's, what's going on. Thank That's God awesome, though. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's awesome. She's well, amazing. She, um, she has an adventurous spirit. Yes. Unlike her mother. <laughs> That's Thank okay. That's okay. More power to her. Yeah. More power to her. So uh, update us on First Party in Tampa. What's been going on this year? How's it been going? Yeah. 
Well, it's going great post-COVID. Um, yeah. You and I were speaking about this earlier. We we feel students are really engaged. Okay. They want to be a part of it. They love the idea of being in leadership and sharing their faith in, with their friends at school. And I and I think it's and data showing this through CDC. They they are isolated. They're lonely, and they yeah. are looking for a place to to belong and connect. And 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 first party is that. So we have just had. We don't have. We have sixty-five active clubs. Okay. Seventy-three um, that are. We have a few that are are um, in the process of starting for next year. Okay. Um, but the, in terms of leadership teams, mm-hmm. I don't know that we've ever had so many students actively involved in leadership. Really. So for me and for our team, we are super excited about that because it's such the sweet spot for first priority anyway yeah. to be student yeah. led, yeah. and then to see students really wanting the opportunity and then owning it, I think it's been really positive. So what's the motive behind that? What's what's God doing right now that's causing mm-hmm. these students to stir? you have any thoughts? I think that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you worded it. It's a uh-huh. great question. And I think it is, I think, I think it's loneliness. And, and mm. I think God wants, well, I know God wants us to be connected. Yeah. And I think that being isolated and lonely and there's so much confusion in our culture, I really believe it's driving them to be a part of something bigger than them. Okay. Whether they realize it or not, okay. they are a part of something that God has created That's and they feel drawn to it. They feel accepted and loved. Mm-hmm. And it's all the things that God has created us to be and to do. And they're sure. finding that on, on school campus, whereas where they spend the most of their time anyway. Yeah. So I think it's just perfect how God is going in and, and creating this, this really great space for them to belong and have purpose. That's awesome. I hadn't thought of it that way before. We've seen the number grow up mm. across the board, not just in Tampa. Wow. But uh, yeah, we hadn't really asked that question. Why? Question. What's what's God doing to, to have that? So. I mean, obviously, we don't know at all that God is doing, Well, right? of course. We'll but never just know that. based on what yeah. God's word is said uh-huh. and says and what kids are telling us, I, I do believe. I also believe they're finding purpose, which there's just so few places yeah. in their environment to do that. Yep. Um, if they're not going to church and they're not really connected at home or with friends, then I think this is God's drawing them to himself. Sure. Sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you have a club story from this year? What's a favorite thing that's gone on? I do have a great story that I would love to share. I'm not going to name the school, but it's a school in the Bay Area that is high needs. It's such high needs. It's a middle school. It's such high needs that the district has recently sent in a team to um, help turn it around. Oh, wow. It's um, a lot of students on free lunch, um, low performing, um, students are bused in. So it's a high percentage of students who are migrant Mm -hmm. and just high needs. And so they wanted, the teacher wanted to start a club there and they had also brought in a pastor that I wasn't aware of. So the pastor stepped in through the school and was basically leading the meetings. Uh So then the teacher called me and said, is this is this legal? And yep. I explained to her it's not, and yep. it needs to be student-led. Well, we ended up talking to the pastor because he had to be trained. And as we were talking to both he and the um, and the teacher, they just said, "I don't think these students can do it. They're just mm. not. They're they're too low performing." Uh-huh. And I thought, "Oh, here we go again," because uh-huh. I mean, I've heard this so many times. Yeah, and yeah. Some of our best teams are in low performing schools. Sure. So I said, "All right, well, let me come in and train the students, and okay. we'll see what we could what we have." Yeah. And so I went in and. We probably had 15 kids in the, in the in the room, and they were seventh and eighth graders. And been doing this a long time. I mean, 2009, and trained a lot of teams, a lot of low-performing students. Brad, I've never seen anything like this. Mm. These kids 
and so many of them were, you could just tell, were insecure and um, very timid. Sure. But as we, I started drawing them out to be a part of the, the, the leading process, they yep. were just, it was unbelievable. And what we discovered is most of the kids in the room, not only do they go to church, but they knew their Bibles. Mm. I mean, just nice. their Bible knowledge was amazing. That's awesome. It was really cool because it just reminded me, okay, maybe they're not high performing in school, but yeah. they're high performing in God's kingdom. They yeah, yeah. know him, wow. they're seeking him, they know yep. his word, and really that has eternal value, right? I love it. And just over the course of the next couple of weeks that I would go back and help train, we ended up with, we now have a team there of six students who love to get up and, and help the club run. And we had a behavior coach or behavior um, interventionist come in and okay. he noticed the students and he said, these are kids who never talk. They never oh, say a word. Really? He said, I, I can't believe you you all have been able to get them into leadership. And I, I said, they were just waiting to be asked. Mm. They really wow. were. That's crazy. And just to see them and then just to encourage them and tell And I said, I went back after after three weeks of training them. I said, I've done them a long time. I don't know that I've ever seen a group do as well as you all have done. Wow. In terms of taking this and making it your own. And they were so proud of themselves and so, so happy. Yeah. It is so fun. It's <laughs> so rewarding to just watch kids be who God has created them to be and just to be given that opportunity uh -huh. and that encouragement. And then for them to step into it and, and own it. And it, again, it just reminds me that maybe... From the world standards, they're not performing yeah. like they we would want them to. Yep. But from in God's perspective, yep. they are absolutely being who He has created them to be. Yeah. What What could you ask for? What more could you ask for? Right. Yeah. Well, you've said for a long time. I've quoted you for a long time. We're We're looking for the called students. Mm, yes. We're not looking for, you know, who you, the type A or the high performing necessarily. You're looking for the the students who God's calling to reach that school, right? Yeah. We're so, looking for the Davids. Yeah. Right. I mean, nobody yeah. expected David to step up and and defeat Goliath. Right. So it's that whole mindset of we just have to open our minds up to what God has, and it's often the student you least yep. suspect. That's right. And, of course, then that's where he shines the brightest and mm -hmm. does the greatest work. Mm -hmm. and, um, like I said, we often see our best leaders in these low-performing schools because yep. they've just never been given the opportunity. Sure, sure. That's awesome. How about a, uh, a staff story or something like that from this year? You got any good oh, staff stories? I love our staff. Our staff is... I, I, I when when I talk to people about them, I, I don't know that I know more engaged, loving, kind, generous people who mm. work for less money. <laughs> ha, I love it. They are really committed to um, to developing our students. And yep. So we recently did a joint meeting, and what that looks like, we do it yearly, and okay. we invite students from our leadership team from the Barry schools yep. to participate in a leadership development, and the school district approves it. So mm -hmm. we had. 14 schools show up at the leadership team, at the leadership joint meeting. But what I loved about it is, these, you know, to get school, get kids out of school for, during the day, it, yep. it's a huge, mm. it's a huge, it's a heavy lift. Yep. So one, um, two of our staff members, they are driving all over Tampa picking up these kids. Wow. I mean, all over Tampa. Mm -hmm. So I ju it just reminded me, and I said to them, look, nobody is going to see your effort today, but yep. God sees. Yep. And it's a huge effort. Mm. But they are so dedicated and love these kids so much and want to see them given the opportunity. And so many of these kids are low income, so they, they wouldn't have had a chance to get, they wouldn't have a ride. Yeah. Just watching that dedication and commitment, it's and the kids see it. The yeah, kids oh, yeah. see, and they yeah. know, you yep. know these people really love me. They yeah. care about me. Yeah. They want me to thrive and mm. be who God has created me to be. So, yep. it, it's I don't. I can't think of anything better. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's always great to have a good team around you. Yes, it makes it uh, a lot easier and worthwhile. Absolutely, big time.
So uh, I guess parting comments, what would you advise right now to a newbie coming into First Priority, whether they're a coach helping out or a teacher sponsor or a staff member, maybe there's two different pieces of information for those two different groups, but you know, what would you, what would you say to somebody coming well, in? Well, right I now? think just going back to the story that, that we just told, I think we should not roll, roll out any student. Yeah. No matter their circumstances or their ability, mm. um, we just had a student I've just heard a story from one of my staff members where he is leading and he has a speech impediment. Okay. And he just thought he couldn't do it. And, we, and my team member said, absolutely. Yeah. We just should not count them out. Yep. In fact, we should be giving that space to them. Okay. Because I really do believe that's one of the best parts of First Party is we're giving opportunity to students who may never have opportunity to lead or have influence yep. or be considered valuable mm. or, um, to think they have purpose. Yeah. So I would encourage you to let God move into those circumstances. And if it's a student who potentially has um, a bad behavior record sure. or isn't very strong in their faith, I, I would not rule that out. I, I love would let it. Walk, God work through those circumstances. That's a good word. That is a good word. Yeah, we oftentimes see the obstacle and don't want to overcome yeah. that or work through it, right? But God's calling us to work through that. Right. And, yeah. Or we count them out and God hasn't said to do so. Oh, yeah. Because we're so focused on the behavior and the yep. outward appearances yep. is just part of our culture and God is looking at the heart. That's right? right. That's right. And his goal is to make us more like him. So hmm. potentially a child or a person or a student or a teacher could really have a life change through first party if we weren't the obstacle or That's the right. stumbling block. Oof. So we need to make sure There's we don't a word. stand in the way. We right? might be the obstacle. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. a good word. Well, thank you for joining us thank today. You, Brad. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Yeah. Well, Steve, what'd you think of Amber's stories today? Well, one, not surprised. Two, yeah. very, very much Amber Johansson, not, not passionate at all, not, passionate not at burdened all. at all, mm -hmm. just, you know, just things come and go. Wait, not opinionated what? at all. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I adore Amber and her family Me and too. her husband and the kids and she's all the respect in the world. Yeah. She's a, she is a testament to somebody who is laying it down for the mm -hmm. sake of the kingdom. And I'm glad to know her. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing about it is she sometimes a apologizes for being you know a ball of fire but that's what makes her great she's passionate she is determined she makes it happen i mean she's built an amazing team we got to sit with three others from her team at the spring meeting got to meet ben and sierra was there again if you were at the fall conference you met sierra and karina yep. um yeah it's just been amazing it was an good. amazing time together good 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 mm-hmm well yeah. And I, and I guess, yeah, I hope this was an encouragement to everybody. Um, and if you, I guess I will say this too. If you have a story that you want to share on the podcast, let us know. Brad at fpofamerica.com. Love to hear your story, why you do first priority, where you're doing first priority and feature you on a podcast. Be awesome. We'd love it. So yeah. And I, and I will close with just simply encouraging everybody. If this is the first of the four that you listen to, go back to the other three because yes. they're just as valuable. Yes. Yep. Well, Teresa made a comment. Teresa was on a few weeks ago. Uh, she made a comment whenever she's discouraged, she'll uh, just throw the podcast on and listen. And uh, that'll help get her out of the discouragement for a moment. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That is that is why we do this. Exactly this is, right. We're not trying to reach the masses. We're trying to encourage and train those who are in the markets doing first priority, leading day in and day out. And we're glad we can be a part of it. Yep. Well done. Mm -hmm. You too. Me too. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening, for giving Steve a five-star review. I only gave him two and a half.
until next week. We'll talk soon. Bye, Nate. See you soon, buddy.